Today, I am recording from this gorgeous loft in downtown Chicago. It's got the hardwood floors, the high ceilings, the exposed brick and ductwork, and it's just super, super freaking cute. I'm doing a little staycation and um, decided to come out here for a change in scenery and to get some work done and get my creative juices flowing and such a good decision for myself. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so yeah, just to get into today's topic, we are talking about discomfort and the ability to allow that discomfort. So one of my, um, one of my mentors, one of my teachers, Brooke Castillo, teaches that discomfort is the price of growth which I wholeheartedly believe and agree with. The way that we get what we want, the way that we continue to grow and expand and experience new things is to also experience discomfort. Our brains hate new things. They hate going against the status quo. They hate anything that is unfamiliar and ambiguous even if that thing ends up being really good for us or life-saving or anything, our brains just automatically reject anything that's new, anything they have to relearn because of the fear of it, because the ambiguity. We are taught to fear what we don't know because it's a, it's a safety mechanism. It's a defa- defense mechanism. Like you're alive right now, what you know up until this point has kept you alive. You don't need anything else. Stop it. Don't try it. It might kill you. (laughs) So that's why our brains constantly want to not try something new, which is why we have to practice and train them to experience discomfort so we can increase our tolerance for discomfort so we can more quickly and easily advance to the next iteration of ourselves, the next thing that we're doing, the next breakthrough that we have by overcoming our discomfort. The thing about discomfort being the price of growth is that no matter what, things are going to be uncomfortable, but there is a limit. There is a a line that you need to use your own discretion for because you don't want to push yourself too far. One of my coach friends describes it as a stretch, not a snap. Um, And that is coming from Maggie Raises, an amazing love and marriage coach, relationship coach. She describes it as putting yourself in a situation that stretches you, that tests your limits, that makes you do more than you have done before, expand past where you have gone before, Um, but it's not a snap. It's not a break. It doesn't overextend you. So you want to move outside of your comfort zone, but you don't want to go so far out of it that you have a stress response or a trauma response or um, essentially do more damage than you're trying to overcome by being uncomfortable. So the more that you stretch yourself, remember that's a stretch, not a snap, 
Um, but just like in exercise or working out or actual stretching, the more you practice, the more you, you know, bend down and touch your toes, the easier that it will be over time, the further that you can go. Um, and that's the same thing with your discomfort tolerance. The more you practice, the more that you put in, the more that you, um, that you try, that you allow yourself to experience that discomfort of going further than you have before, putting yourself in a position that you're not used to being in and staying there for a period of time when it may not be comfortable, even because it's not comfortable, you stay. Um, and then you keep going back and keep practicing. That's how you get more flexible and that's how you uh, get the life that you want. <laughs> you have to increase your ability, your capacity to experience discomfort. So how do we do that? <laughs> the first step that I'll always give you that will always matter in everything you do is to have your own back. And when I say this in the context of um, experiencing discomfort, it's to soothe yourself. It's to have realistic expectations to know that it's not going to be fun the entire time. It's not supposed to be fun the entire time. And letting yourself know that no matter what happens, you don't have to be mean to yourself. No matter what happens, you don't have to use it as an excuse to why you can't have what you want or you're not good enough or all those things that your brain likes to throw at you when things don't go according to its original plan. Um, having your back means soothing yourself. So maybe you know that you're going to be uncomfortable. How are you going to take care of yourself after that and even in that moment? So using the stretching example, when you are going past your limits, putting yourself in a position that's not the most comfortable, that doesn't feel the best, but that you know ultimately is better for you and will help you better down the line. Um, so you finish that yoga session or that workout or whatever, what are you doing next? Are you feeding your body? Are you getting a massage? Are you getting in the sauna? Are you taking a long bath? Like, what are you doing to soothe yourself, to comfort yourself, to be there for yourself? After you just experienced that discomfort and you allowed yourself to be in that discomfort for the moment, you could go back to being comfortable. That's okay. Like it's, it's okay to feel good. <laughs> it's okay to feel bad. Um, but life requires that balance. So how can you have your own back and maintain that balance? And the next way to increase your discomfort tolerance is to, again, not beat yourself up. And this goes hand in hand with having your own back. But oftentimes when we don't get something on the first try, or we experienced something that, um, and we just thought it would go different. We, we didn't expect how our reaction would be if we were more emotional or less emotional or just different than we thought we'd be in a certain situation. Oh, so many times we default to 
oh, this is why you can't have nice things. This is why um, we, we never get what we want. This is why bad things always happen. This is why X, this is why Y, this is why Z. And we just keep going down this list um, and we use it as a way to beat ourselves up. Um, again, with a stretching example, maybe it's like, oh, this is why you can never get into the splits because you're you're not willing to do this or you're not comfortable enough or you don't know, you don't try hard enough or all of that kind of stuff is not helpful. It doesn't serve you and it doesn't actually get you to doing the splits. Um, a lot of my clients even think that beating themselves up and I mean, I used to think this too, but that beating yourself up is going to be the, the mechanism to get what you want. Like you have to essentially whip yourself to get yourself in line. You have to be mean to yourself, be an asshole to yourself just to get the thing done. And I'm here to say, stop it. <laughs> That's not how it works because when you are an asshole to yourself when you're just constantly berating yourself and judging yourself and criticizing yourself and telling yourself that you need to be better and do better doesn't actually feel good. It's not inspiring or motivating or grounding or anything. It's actually like anxiety inducing. Maybe it'll make you a little sad or a little angry, but it doesn't inspire any feelings that make you want to take action, a positive action that's going to help you actually get what you want, or even keep trying. Um, again, with this yoga practice, like for so long, I was trying to do the sp splits. Mind you, I still haven't got, gotten them. This has been going on for years, but I used to constantly beat myself up about it, tell myself that um, I wasn't good enough and I didn't deserve to be flexible and it just wasn't for me and all these kinds of things. And that never helped me do more. Honestly, it made me stop. It made me quit. It was always my reason to just not do it since it wasn't for me. So beating yourself up really doesn't help you at all ever. We just think it does because that's the way that we've been taught. Punishment equals um, success. Punishment equals change. Punishment is how you get to what you want. But Friends, I'm here to tell you it's actually the exact opposite. Nurturing, compassion, kindness, love, grace. That's actually how you really expand past your limits. That's actually how you really get what you want. So um, the next thing on my list to increase your capacity to experience discomfort is to not gaslight yourself. Again, this goes hand in hand with having your own back and not beating yourself up. But I think this um, needs its own category because sometimes we gaslight ourselves. We tell ourselves that what we're experiencing isn't the right thing to experience in this situation or we're wrong for experiencing it or we should be uh, experiencing something different. So we try to convince ourselves that that's what we need to do and feel and think and believe in all of those things. And again, that's never the answer either. When you gaslight yourself, ultimately you end up 
hiding your authenticity, hiding your true experience in light of how you think something should be based on somebody else's idea of that. And you are a unique individual. You are special. You don't align with everybody else's idea of what it is to experience things and experience life. How you feel, what you're going through is valid and it does matter. So telling yourself like, oh, it's just easy. I just need to push through. I shouldn't be having this reaction right now. I should go harder for longer. I should do, you know, something else that I am doing because this is different than I thought it would be. And it shouldn't be this way. Anytime you're shooting yourself or telling yourself that your experience should be different than exactly what it is, it's possible that you're gaslighting yourself. So that's, you know, of course, never useful either. That's when we hide our own experience, when we push down how we're really feeling. And that really just kind of exacerbates it and really gets us to this place where we don't know how to trust what comes up for us. And we create a distrust within ourselves, within our bodies, that when our bodies sound the alarm, our brains say, hey, no, that's that's not important. False alarm, keep moving. When in reality, even though we don't always understand the alarms, or we don't always think that they're as important as our bodies do, our bodies are sounding these alarms for a reason. You may have things that you need to soothe, um, a nervous response reaction that you need to understand and, um, and comfort before you can move on. And if you gaslight yourself, you don't give yourself that opportunity. So you want to, you want to not do that in this experience. Remember, as Maggie says, you want to stretch, not snap. So being there for yourself counts as stretching. Even though you're you're going outside of your comfort zone, even though you're venturing in places that you haven't been before, you're doing it in a way that moves with you instead of breaks you. Um, you want to be able to move with the wind instead of snap in it. I don't know why this just came to mind, but it's like a stoplight and how they build them to embrace the wind, embrace the turbulence, embrace uh, anything that could really happen in the road that allows it to shake. It's not um, you know, a super rigid thing because if it was, It could snap so easily. It could snap in the wind. It could snap um, in a storm. It could snap uh, if a car hits it and it didn't allow the vibrations to move through it. It's if it was rigid, if it didn't go anywhere, um, it would snap. So you want to put yourself in a position where you can move with the flow, where you can allow those vibrations within you uh, to a point where you're able to stretch, you're able to shake a little bit, you're able to move with the flow, but you don't snap. The last thing on my list (laughs) for how to increase your capacity for discomfort is to just keep going. It's gonna take more than one try. 
it's going to be a process. It's something that you build upon and increasingly get better at. And sometimes it won't go the way you expected. Sometimes it'll be easier than you expected. Sometimes it'll be harder than you expected. Sometimes you'll revert. You'll step up to the plate and you won't be able to go as far as you did before. That's normal and that's okay. The only thing that really matters is that you don't quit, that you don't stop. So keep going, even though it's uncomfortable. Keep going, even if you may not feel like it. And again, with that, you also want to be cognizant of you not feeling like it just because you know it's going to be uncomfortable and your brain naturally seeks pleasure and avoids pain. And in this context, discomfort is pain to your brain. So it wants to avoid it. So knowing the difference between that natural response versus I don't have the capacity to do this today. I really need to be there for myself in other ways. You know, you may have other things in your life going on to where your discomfort tolerance is a a little maxed out. Your capacity is a little full. It's okay to have that happen. It's okay to take breaks from the things that make us uncomfortable sometimes, but you want to be cognizant of your reasons and make sure you are in that driver's seat. Um, Another one of my coaches, Simone Soule, who is a marketing and business coach, um, but also an overall overall phenomenal coach. She thinks of it this way. She said it very eloquently, but choosing your thoughts to have the experience that you want to have and the experience that you choose to have is your personal power. Meaning that of course your thoughts cause your feelings, cause your actions, cause your results. Um, No matter what the circumstance is, you have the power of what you want to make it mean. And choosing the thoughts that you want to have, choosing the ways in which you want to experience, that is your personal power. However, choosing your thoughts to force yourself to have the experience that you think you should have or which someone else is telling you to have, that's gaslighting and that's self-denial. You want to know the difference there between choosing an experience, allowing yourself to have an experience that's natural to you or that you choose to have versus forcing yourself based on how you think um, it should be based on what somebody else said or their ideas or what they are telling you that you should be. You don't want to listen to them. You always want to listen to you. So with that, my friends, I hope you have a wonderful week. And I hope that you are able to increase your discomfort tolerance and increase your ability to experience those uncomfortable things as you grow. And I want to hear from you, you know, leave a comment, follow me on my socials. I'd love to hear how you are out in the world, actually embracing your discomfort, allowing yourself to feel it and increasing that the the tolerance that you do have for it.
And one thing I'll leave you with, I do have a lot of thoughts that I practice on a regular basis um, just to help me in my journey and uh, allow me to really solidify my beliefs. But one of the thoughts that I am currently practicing that does allow me and help me to increase my discomfort tolerance is this. Thank you, universe. I am grateful for you giving me opportunities to embrace the discomfort of having what I want. This is helpful for me because anytime we do something new or anytime we hit a goal, we actually have to acclimate to it. We have to actually get comfortable having the thing that we used to just want. So for me, um, when I you know, recently looked up and looked at my life and I no longer work a corporate nine to five. I am a full-time coach. Like I get to do this all day, every day. It's, oh my God, it's so much fun. And (laughs) I get to decide my schedule. I get to do what I want. I am no longer in a marriage in a relationship I only have to worry about me and myself it's so different and for so long I wanted my life to look the way it does now but when it finally did it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be (laughs) Um, and really allowing myself to experience that discomfort um, to let it be there to know that it's there just because I haven't had this before. I hadn't practiced having it and my brain and my body aren't used to it. So allowing myself to be uncomfortable, allowing myself to have a moment to where I just reacclimate and embrace having what I want. And that actual embracing of it, that allowing of the discomfort to be there is actually what allows it to dissipate. So as you go in your journeys, I want you to remember that there is um, a point, there is a reason, um, and it's all in service of your highest good and your highest desires and goals. So go out there and get uncomfortable. (laughs) I'll talk to y'all soon.